Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Have you ever wondered if you're doing this human thing called life in the right way? How does a person even measure that? There are rules for everything, aren't there? And we learn uh, them beginning at a very young age. If you want to cross the street, there are rules for that. If you want to drive a car, there are rules for that. If you want to become a citizen of another country or even this one, there are rules for that. These are explicit rules that we all must follow to get what we want. But what about the implicit rules that are learned by modeling or by nature? The rule that you should give up your seat uh, to the elderly, the rule about not peeing out in public, or the rule about saying please and thank you or calling someone ma'am or sir. These rules are pretty strong in our culture for sure, but they don't come with the same kind of consequences that violating the rule of law does. So back to this thing called being human. There really are, ten- there really are rules about how to do it right. And if you're a rule follower, you're going to really love this list. And if you're a rule breaker, you're going to love this list too. It's definitely unique and definitely apropos for both sides. Dr. Cherie Carter-Scott has shared with me um, the 10 rules for being human when I read her book. Uh, And I bet you already know some of these and that others might come as a nice surprise. When I first came across this list, I just fell in love with it because it made complete sense to me, and I hope it does to you. I'm going to identify the rules, the 10 rules that Dr. Carter Scott uh, identifies in her book called If Life is a Game. And then I'm going to add my own commentary. So today will be a mix of our combined wisdom. So here are the 10 rules for being human. Rule one. You will receive a body. You may love it or hate it, but it will be yours for the duration of your life here on earth. Ain't that the truth? Look, if you've listened to me long enough, you've heard me talk about how we choose our incarnations. That means we choose the family we incarnate into, all of our experiences, challenges, and rewards, and we choose the kind of body we incarnate into. It's in our choosing the exact vessel in which to incarnate, that offers lessons uh, to us too. Struggle with weight? Well, there's a lesson in that. Maybe you're being called to either honor your vessel more by taking care of it or by becoming more humbled, maybe because of karmic debt you need to pay that you're struggling with weight, or by building increased self-confidence, regardless of how your body looks. Incarnate into this lifetime with a disease-ridden body or even, God forbid, a body that is confined to a wheelchair or worse, you chose that amazingly enough. You knew that you needed to be in that body to not only learn the lessons you needed to learn, 
but also to teach people around you their lessons, perhaps compassion, humility, grace, love. Either way, the body you choose and chose is the body you have. So it's up to you to determine how you honor it, regardless of its condition. Rule number two, you will be presented with lessons. You are enrolled in a full-time informal school called life. Each day in this school, you will have the opportunity to learn lessons. You may like the lessons or hate them, but you've designed them as a part of your curriculum. I write about this in my book called The Intuitive Therapist. In chapter five called Soul Agreements, I talk about this very thing in depth. Think of the earth school exactly like educational school. Even if we're old souls who incarnate, we are all, we all enter this world as infants, right? We learn the rules of society, become conditioned by family, religion, society, culture. And because we have soulfully chosen the exact life that will benefit us the most, even if those benefits are hard earned, we go through the earth school grade by grade until we have ideally graduated from the highest level of our soul's education. Most of us don't actually achieve that high level, so we have to come back and do this earth school again and again and again to learn what we failed to learn in our previous lifetimes. The lessons kind of suck to learn, but none of us can escape them, can we? No matter how much you wish you could, trust me, on many occasions, I wished I was a better student because I had to call in more and more severe circumstances to teach me what I needed to learn. You can't escape what your soul needs to learn, dear. When we incarnate, we hit the delete button in our memory bank and are here without a roadmap. But your soul knows everything. And as you move through life, and once you realize that your soul has planned all of this quote-unquote education, you'll learn faster. You'll ascend faster. So patience, my dear. We are all uh, in this earth school together, even though our journeys are vastly, vastly different. And we're all at different levels of the education. Rule number three. There are no mistakes, only lessons. Growth is a process of experimentation a series of trials and errors, and occasional victories. The failed experiments are as much part of the process as the experiments that work. Until you become aware of how the universe works, you could fall into the trap of experiencing the world as something that is being done to you or at you. The key to not only surviving all of the challenges is to use your life and see it as it is designed all for you and for your evolution. Mistakes are just part of this journey, and with mistakes come the opportunity to shore up your direction in life. Mistakes are the best opportunities for you to realize what doesn't work, right? And that, that's an unbelievable gift, right? Consider this, a, a, consider this life as a puzzle, right? So the pieces that fit do so easily, but we must try a few pieces that we think will fit before we find the ones that actually do. So mistakes are cool. Failure is even cooler. We, none of us want to fail, but maybe that's the only way we learn. The more you fail, 
The more you get to know of what you're capable and of what makes you light up and unique, you get to know yourself through your failures. Rule number four, a lesson is repeated until it is learned. Lessons will be repeated to you in various forms until you have learned them. When you have learned them, you can then go on to the next one. There are no limits to the amount of lessons a person must learn. I just wanted to let you know, and no amount of lessons a person will be offered to learn in one lifetime. Remember, your soul hits the delete button on your memory bank when it incarnates, so you have no idea what your lessons are, let alone how many you're going to learn in a lifetime. The soul is amazing that way. As I mentioned before, if you don't learn lessons the first time, you're going to call in more and more of the same examples of that lesson until you learn it. And most often, that will be, of course, through the people in your life. You will call in all of the initial people and circumstances to present the learning opportunity for you up front. If you don't learn it, then you have many, many backup people and situations that they're already falling in line to teach you. Do you realize that? You have got this all set up. But one thing you must know is that as you progress deeper into your resource pool, the learning curve will be steeper and more severe until you truly get it and master what you need to. Rule number five, learning does not end. There's no part of life that does not contain lessons. If you're alive, there are lessons to be learned. And I'll add a caveat to that. When you die, you enter a life review and you learn there too. It's all coordinated and the education is constant. I know on many occasions I have begged spirit to stop the lessons. Really, sometimes it's just too much. But that request hasn't been honored just yet. So just accept that everything, everything is teaching you something on some level. Even the minutest of experiences teach us something. Even if it's that we're to just observe and notice these the momentary signs. It's actually pretty cool if you think about it, how much there is to learn and how much we can learn from uh, this earth school. Once you put your awareness on high alert, you begin to transmute benign experiences into learning tools. Nothing is off limits when it comes to being used as a learning modality. So just be curious, be open, and be receptive. Rule number six, there is no better than here. When your there has become here, you will simply obtain a there that will look better to you than your present here. Okay, let me explain this one. I'm going to repeat the rule again. There is no better than here. When your there has become here, you will simply obtain a there that will look better to you than your present here. It actually becomes clear when you hear it again. The whole point of this here there rule is to say that when you honor the present, you're in the best moment of your life. When you understand that heaven, joy, fulfillment, and meaning all exist in this moment, then your desire to be in heaven or have a there like the grass is greener isn't even a desire because you've achieved that heaven on earth. Does that make sense now? 
Rule number seven. Others are only mirrors of you. You can't love or hate something about another person unless it reflects something you love or hate about yourself. Y'all, this is a big one. I've spoken about this before, but it's the God's honest truth. As I've said before, what you see in other people is in you. You can't recognize anything in anyone else if it doesn't exist in you. If you're bothered by someone who's controlling, then there's some aspect of you that is either the same or wishes uh, you were more in control like that person. If you recognize the generosity in someone else, then you too have that quality inside you. Mirrors are everywhere in your life, but it's up to you to become cognizant of what these mirrors are reflecting back to you about you. So the next time you judge somebody either negatively or positively, check yourself to see how you feel about that judgment. If you're finding your, you know, if you find yourself feeling some sort of way that isn't positive, then maybe you need to fix that shit inside you so you're no longer impacted by that quality. It's just part of life. So get out that Windex. Keep all those mirrors clear so you can see what you need to see to become the best version of yourself that you can. And I promise you, once you address the things that bother you and other people, your life is going to become so easy because you're in flow and you are in full acceptance of yourself. Rule number eight, what you make of your life is up to you. You have all the tools and resources you need. What you do with them is up to you. Y'all, I'm going to be real honest right here. Until you reach a certain level of emotional maturity, you won't be able to accept this one. Once you have reached this particular level of emotional maturity, you'll be able to see your past as what has made you who you are today, and you'll stop blaming it for your lack of anything in your life. Years ago, I learned a concept from my strategic intervention training with Tony Robbins. One of the strategies he taught us is how to blame effectively. This was foreign to me until I heard it, and then it made such complete sense. Blaming effectively meaning means that you thank those who've wronged you or who haven't been their best by you, who haven't done right by you. Because had you not had them in your life, had you not had those experiences, you wouldn't have adopted the beliefs, attitudes, qualities, and inner strength to be who you are today. So yes, you have every internal resource available to you to make your life the best it can be. And if you've cultivated a drive to do that because you'd rather have self-respect than feel victimized by life, honey, you can do anything with your life that you want to, and you will not tolerate having excuses. Rule number nine, your answers lie inside of you. All you need to do is look, listen, and trust yourself. When I claimed myself as the intuitive therapist, gosh, uh, 13 years ago, it wasn't just in work. It was in my life. I became the intuitive therapist, not by choice, but by default. Once my gifts opened up, I could no longer ignore the inner nudges and hunches I felt as I moved through my life. And I could no longer ignore the kind of woman, the kind of person I needed to embrace as me. Even if you're trying to figure out how to solve a problem 
and can't come up with a solution on your own, something inside you will call to you to reach out to someone, to do some research, or to seek out something that will help you resolve the challenge you face. Slow down. Pay attention to what insights, nudges, ideas that pop into your head and awareness, and then act on those things. Trust that you hold all the power to resolve everything possible. And when you feel like you can't do that, then your job is to go within and resolve the feelings that you're left with from the lack of closure. This is the key to making life what you want it to and the difference between victimhood and being a victor. Rule number 10. You will forget all of this at birth. You can remember it if you want to by unraveling the double helix of inner knowing. Simply stated, the double helix of inner knowing is your intuition. This is the key to life, y'all. Listening to what you inherently know is true to what your soul knows is truth. When I teach about intuitive development, I teach this one main concept. When we're being guided intuitively, y'all listen to this, our guidance feels neutral. There is no ego to it. There are no feelings and no thinking. It just exists. And we just know. So as you do this thing called Earth School, you can find out exactly what lessons you're here to learn as you travel on your path and pay attention to what you experience, not just feeling your way through life and emotionally reacting to shit. Your intuition is your best friend and your closest ally. And it never, ever leads you down the wrong path. Even if you follow it and the outcome doesn't seem to turn out to be what you wanted, what you wanted or hoped for, if you don't experience the outcome you desire, then what you experience is exactly what's meant for you in that moment. I wish you safe travels through this life school, this earth school, and be a good student, will ya? This is cra- This is a crazy soul ride. But guess what? We're all on the same campus. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.